All right, happy Sunday. Today it is January 30th, 2022. A two-hour show with Winfrey and Terry Brown located in Sedona, Arizona. I thank you all for being here. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. A few more people joined in the last minute. Thank you all for being here. If you want to, please say your name and location. It's Wynn in Sedona. Good morning, everybody. Hi, Wynn. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Wynn. Oh, it's afternoon here. Sorry. (laughs) How do you know what kind of morning morning here in Vegas? Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Uh, Ken Mississauga. Hello, Ken. Welcome. Hi, Ken. Welcome. Hi, Ken. I'm going to stick around for about Hi, a little Ken. while. I got to do. It's going to be a nice. It's a nice day here today, but I just want to catch. All catch-up. right. Enjoy. And the next call. Hey, by the way, Mississauga is not a small town. It's almost eight hundred thousand people. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> More people have joined in. Feel free to say name and location. People. Welcome, Hi, Joe. Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, Lauren. 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 Welcome, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Joy. 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 It's cold here, though. It's been the coldest January in 20 years in Canada. Mm. It's that darn global warming again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Global warming, making it all cold. No, global warming. <laughs> the spirit said the global warming's uh, the, 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 the government's manipulating it. So it's coming from the universe, oh. the energy. Hi, hi, this is Cecil in the Great Northwest. Hi, family. It's been really good. We are live on BBS Radio. Welcome to the conference call. Ever since they started chemtrailing again. Oh. We had a break. For about two weeks, and it was cold. Then the chemtrails oh. started, and then it rained, and now it's very warm. Happy Sunday for the next call. Appreciate the location. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hello. Hi. Hi, Terry. Hi. 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 Hi, Cecil. Oh, I, I, uh, hi, Cecil. I forgot to mention last week when I gave out that discount code. It was the wrong discount code. I'm so sorry. Oh. It's the, the, the correct discount code for the mushroom, the Appen mushroom. It's Dr. Art. D-R Art. So I'm so sorry about that. I... Also, code. too, I got to mention global warming. I, I, uh, we traveled to Lake Erie from Mississauga here, and what I noticed is that the urban heating is a big factor too. It'll be five, three or four Celsius warmer as soon as we get close to the bigger cities. Someone else, Janine, happy Sunday. Please say name and location. 
Good morning, everyone. It's Eminem in Nebraska. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mike, Mary. Every human activity creates heat. Even yeah. Air conditioning. Even air conditioning. Hello. Welcome. Hi, Robin. Hi, Hi Robin. Hi, Robin. Hello. All right. But just keep in mind, the whole universe is warming up. It has nothing to do with Mom's SUV. Yeah, you're right. That's I think when's like one of the calls before said that it has not. It's not man that's only causing global warming. I think there. So are some of the, I don't think man is causing much of anything. <laughs> we need the energy from the center of the universe is uh, entering. That's what's we causing it. Some of this global warming the orbit, from the Logan, Utah, onto the also US. the orbit. The orbit of the Earth is 28,000 years or something, 28. So also that's when our ice ages come, and the tilt of the Earth is uh, too much. The precession of the equinox is about 200,000 right. years. Is it 200,000? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. In the 1970s. Yeah, I did. We're, we're the 1970s. moving in a high auric field right now. That's when March of 2010 the sun went from uh, like a bright orange to a bright white. Now people don't oh, okay. acclimated, so we don't see much of it. You know, the scientist said, I saw one, you know, from NASA, and, you know, he was out in the middle of the desert, you know, trying to be as quiet as possible, and he said, we have no other way of defining it except the sun started to emit consciousness in March of 2010. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's the biggest heating effect on the Earth, the sun, and no one's taken that into factor, I mean. Absolutely. Well, I, mean, I, just, I think. Oh, would you like to say your name and location, or not? Hey, maybe we put on email. I'm just People thinking. Maybe we put on email. For we should maybe. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Email. Oh, sorry. I've been. I'm just saying to Cecil to check proton email. I'm just oh, thinking we almost uh, we should almost have a, a a conference call just for people talking among the people that come into the call because actually everybody seems to be fairly friendly. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We should we maybe are. make once a month. We should make once a month so we can maybe have a little topic among different other related to because everyone's like minded here, and I think people like are very open to try. In the 1970s, we kind of did that on Thursday. They're trying to scare everybody with climate change. Only it was global cooling in those days. <laughs> oh, if you're old enough, like if you had Time magazine, every ten years it changed. Oh, ten years it's going to flood. Oh, ten years is when Obama. You know, actually, the cycle precession lasts twenty-five thousand eight hundred years. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's get started, guys. Okay. Yay! Sorry. Yay! All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. It's January 30th. The recording has started. This is January 30th, 2022. Wynn and Terry in Sedona, Arizona, and everybody everywhere. And thank you all for being here this Sunday morning. And I have a very interesting topic, as 
most of the people we know that are on the conference line, on every Sunday, we have a two-hour session, and we have a conversation with the sources on the high end of the other side. By high end, I mean very high in dimensions. And they've joined in into a co-creative um, connection with each other. And it used to be we talked to the Elohim. And the Elohim was a is a group soul with beings of pure energy that have existed before there was a universe and were part of the original creation of the template of what has become the universe that we live in today. Well, let me just say they say that. And when they first used to say that, I said to myself, how do I know this is true? And then we did a whole series of conversations with them, which are posted on the Spirit Channel under the name, under topics at the top thing, the, the menu at the top, and it's how the Elohim created the universe. And we went into great detail, they did, in explaining step by step how they came from nothingness themselves into awareness and what happened then. And they explained it so knowingly and even scientifically that I believed it. And anyone can listen to that and make their own conclusions. And um, we went all the way from the beginning of the universe to what's going on now in the universe, how things are. And, um, and it's an amazing story. We have gotten answers consistently every Sunday to the most deepest mysteries of how everything works, including the story of Jesus, understanding sex, and, and going from every topic, and there has never been a topic that I brought up that they could not masterfully answer the questions. So you're going to hear a session today, and I'm sure it's going to be very interesting. And um, I used to think, what am I going to keep talking about? And I'd run out of topics, but we haven't. It's been 18 years, and um, and it keeps going. And we contact the Elohim 
through my partner, Terry Brown. And, of course, everyone who's a regular knows the story, but in case anyone's listening on BBS, Terry woke me up in the middle of the night in 2002 and said, get the tape recorder out. And a voice came through her that said they were the Elohim. And um, and they said, all they did was say, ask them questions. Now, sometimes people think if you're talking to a source that's this high, that they're going to tell you what to do. And they don't. They do not tell me what to do. They don't tell Terry what to do. They just answer questions. But they also have demonstrated the ability to flow energy into this realm from where they are in a manner that we can sense that energy. And the first time I experienced that was when I was giving a talk in San Diego in 2004. And my book had just come out, The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey, and I went to give a talk about the book. And while I was talking, I could see this light energy in the room descending on everyone in the room. And it was really bright, and I kept asking myself, what's that? It was distracting. When my talk was over, people were rushing out of the room to buy books, lining up at the table where Terry was sitting. And when I came out, Terry saw me and she called out, what did you do in there? These people say they could see auras in the room. And I realized I wasn't the only person that could see that energy. And so the next day, I asked them, could you explain the energy that was in the room? And they said, that was us. We were helping you. And that blew my mind. You know, it's like I had, in my previous questions to them, before I had this experience, they talked about how they could connect with a human and the human if they wanted to, if they were, uh, they never forced this on anybody, but it would just happen that the human would be a repeater station for their energy. And um, I didn't have any experience of that until that first talk I gave in San Diego. And then for the six, next six months, I was driving all over California giving talks because I wanted to see if that phenomena persisted, and it did. And finally, I asked them, I said, I'm driving all over and I can't afford it because I wasn't selling enough books to cover the expenses. And sometimes I would sleep in my car. And... Um, 
I asked them, if I did a conference call, could you do that on a conference call? And they said they could. And so I started doing conference calls. And uh, that was like a long time ago. And when I first started doing it, we never did a, did it the way we're doing it now. Um, I never talked to them live. But sometimes I would play audios of calls we had done privately. And then one time I said, I wonder if we could do this live. Now, I was nervous about doing it live because I wasn't sure. I knew it was possible to get a negative source with your channeling. Even when you have a positive source, it can switch. And a negative source can mimic a positive source, but they have an agenda. And so it took me a few years of doing playbacks of sessions before I ventured to do a live session. And um, and we've been doing them ever since. And I don't believe we've ever had a negative source. But I tell people, use your own discernment, okay? Terry is... One of the things that protects you from a negative source is your dedication to service. If you do something like this and you want to be famous, you want attention, you want to be a guru, uh, a negative source can come in on that energy and mislead you. And... um, I don't believe that's ever happened. I mean, maybe it didn't. I didn't know it. But I don't think we're misleading people. You know, I I use Jesus as a reference point. And, um, I mean, one of the things Jesus said uh, when they said, um, how do we know if somebody's really working with you, and he said, you'll know them by their fruits. In other words, not what they're saying, but how do people react? And in our work, if you noticed when you checked in, we have a group of people that is very loving. People who stick with us have gone through a lot of their personal, uh, what would we say, distortions, and and majorly gotten over them. And it's because of the energy on the call, because of the wisdoms of the things we talk about. And when we, when I first started. And of course, I was very influenced by David Wilcox's channelings, and I was studying them. Little did I know that I was being studied (laughs) when I was doing that, and they they decided they wanted to work with me, and I couldn't understand why, but 
I do now, but I couldn't understand then. One of the main topics that Wilcock was bringing through and talking about was the idea of ascension. This idea that people were going to disappear from this realm and go to another realm. And and in fact, his, his first website was called Ascension 2000. And I was still thinking, well, maybe that's going to happen. This is really important. And, uh, and I also learned, and we've had amazing conversations about this, that Jesus was very much connected with the source that was talking through Wilcock, which was the Ra group. The Ra group is different than the Elohim group. The Ra group is a group soul that's made up of graduates of this realm. Souls that got off of the wheel of reincarnation. And they had bodies on Venus, and 20% of their population graduated. And um, they teamed up on the other side to be helpers for planets still going through reincarnational cycles like ours. And in one of their comments through Wilcock, which was in my book, The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey, they said, um, let's see. <laughs> I've, I've quoted this a million times, okay. We came to you in our religion, mainly Christianity, but we don't speak much in these terms anymore. And and that was the first time there was any connection between the Ra group and Jesus. And, And I wasn't sure it was true. I mean, I test stuff like that. And I tested it over time, and I'm not going to go through all the ways I tested it. But I eventually came to the conclusion that the Ra group was, Jesus was part of the Ra group's vision to help this planet. And um, and I asked questions about it, and and a couple of months ago, well, a while back ago, the Ra group, the Elohim group said the Ra group was going to work with them when we asked questions. Because even though the Elohim was an older soul and had been paying attention to the evolution of the universe for, I guess, billions of years, they didn't, they didn't have bodies in this realm. They didn't get trapped in this realm. And 
the raw group did have bodies and did get trapped. And they figured out how to graduate this realm. And um, they had the wisdoms of what it took. And they could answer certain questions that the Elohim group couldn't answer. So the Elohim group and the Ra group teamed up. So when I ask questions, they're both answering. And if I want to, uh, what I did a couple of months ago, a few months ago, was I said, I wonder if I can talk to the Ra group separately. And I could. And they answered some questions that were pretty amazing about life on Venus. And I'm not going to repeat it, but it's in our archives site, thespiritchannel.net. And about three months ago, on a Sunday, two Sunday calls in a row, we're talking about the manifestation of the Christ consciousness on Venus a long time ago, okay? Compared to when Jesus came in. And they were kind of duplicating with Jesus the way it worked on Venus. And what they explained was there was another group soul that was working with the population of Venus similar to to the way the Ra group works with our planet. And uh, and they talked all about how that worked and what happened. Very epic call. And oftentimes we come up with information that has never been in this realm before because our sources have lived through all that information. They don't talk about it through research or looking at the past. They have direct experience. And sometimes you have to listen for a while before you say, it's true, before you trust it. I did. I paid attention to it for three years. and say It felt like a science fiction movie. And I said, why are these guys talking to me? Why did they pick me out? And because it was obvious, it was not just the um, talent of the channel. They had gone out of their way to talk to me. And I didn't feel very adequate for this job, nor was I sure I could trust them. I mean, they never said anything or did anything that made me not trust them. But, you know, once I was certain it was real, I knew I would have the responsibility to talk about this for the rest of my life. And, um, And here we are. So... Our planet is going through an ascension cycle similar to what Venus went through when 
20% of the population graduated. And this cycle comes about every 75,000 years. And we're going to find out more about it in current time and the status of it in our conversation today. So before I start, let me see here. All participants are unmuted. I just unmuted you all, and I want to ask you if you have any particular questions about this particular topic. We're going to give you a chance. We're going to write them down, and I'll consider asking them, okay? So, um, there we go. Anybody have a question? Yeah, the current status of the magnetic pole shift, uh, how is that going to affect things? This is Raiden from Sedona. Now, Raiden, what do you know about the magnetic What I know try is... is uh, try, to keep you, try to keep your background noise, everybody, okay? Because you're unmuted. Yes. Well, uh, a really good site to look at who's uh, tracking this is uh, Maverick Star and... Uh, it's been uh, increasing and moving for the last uh, 30 years, but it's really accelerated recently. Okay. Maybe you can ask the sources that they could uh, influence that to keep it stable. There's any way we can do that. Well, it, it could it could be a, a part of a positive movement. It's not necessarily negative, but it could lead to a, a rotation, a, a change, and things like this. Yes, a magnetic pole shift could lead to a, could lead to a physical pole shift. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. People said that. People said that is something to be expected. Possibly. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Yeah, I understand we're going to skip through 4D and go directly to 5D. Roger. Hi. I was losing. Sorry. I was going to ask. Like, there's different frequencies for different dimensions. What are the actual frequencies? Something we can understand. I understand. Mam is at seventy-seven megahertz or something like that. Is what? What frequencies are at different dimensions? 
others, is there a frequency even that we can understand? Is it gigahertz? Is it terahertz? Is it... I wonder if that's kind of just something I was thinking about. They say if you if you're you're dying when your your frequency goes to 25 megahertz, if you if you go too low in your body frequency, your vibrational frequency, dying a physical. Okay. I'm just curious if they would. That's something that they could answer. Or would um, what they might they'll probably tell us like what what frequency is the sixth dimension? Is it vibrating? Is it gigahertz? Is it something we don't are so high we don't understand or? It's uh, just. I'm. I guess from. I'm in. I was. I'm into radios and communications and, you know, Wi-Fi and, you know, everything affects us frequencies, radio waves. You know. Like, you know. One thing I know about different dimensions is they're on different timelines. Time okay. travels different in in each dimension, and um, and. And the higher you go, the bigger... Like, for example, the Elohim, in an early conversation with him, said they're outside of time. Yeah. And they can, they can jump in time, into time, like we jump into a swimming pool. And, wow. And, you know, in, 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 in the very early conversations, I was trying to vet them. I mean... How do I know who they are? How can I believe it? What can they do? What's the, what is the potential of this connection? And so I, I, I was asking questions like that. In fact, I think Terry asked that one. And they talked about jumping in and out of time like a swimming pool. And then they said, in Earth, on our, in our realm, time seems linear. But in actuality... It's like pockets of consciousness, okay? And uh, when can I ask a question, Judy? What is that? Say that again. What are, uh, I I couldn't think of a question, then I got some inspiration. What are the qualities that are uh, the earmarks for the predominance of four D? 5D, is it love, is it wisdom, is it goodness, is it grace? What are the qualities that will predominate, that will be predominant in that vibration versus, um, you know, 3D or however you, want, however you want to say it? Do you hear me? Well, that, that, well the, the third dimension is uh, of power and the fourth dimension is of compassion, right? Or is it love? Right, love. right. We, we feel more compassion, more, you know, that's what I'm looking for, baby. Thank you. Going along with that idea, right, when we're going different densities and different vibration, um, it would be very interesting to understand how we, as a third dimensional being, can adapt and can quickly utilize that frequency used for our own healing and for healing our others, right? Because there is a way so that we can touch into that frequency of healing and move along with it and bring the healing into our lives. Hey, Dina, I'm not completely understanding it, what you're saying. 
Can you try to simplify it for my sure. brain? Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they will understand it. Uh, when we are in a third-dimensional being, we are moving along with a specific um, dimension where it has our own frequency, right? How we can yeah. better utilize the frequency of the love, the densities, the other densities, the frequency that they have over there, how can we quickly adapt to it and quickly bring that and hold it to it so we can use for our own healing and healing of others? How do you you, uh, access the frequencies of the higher dimension while you're in 3D? Is that is that right. a way of saying and, it? And 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 in specifically for healing, right? So I'm really interested on that, as you know. I mean, I've heard people say that 4D, you know, the normal next step of 3D is 4D, and um, the heaven realms are in 4D. Uh, uh, when people die, they go to 4D. Now, then I've heard people say, now, I, I, uh, our sources have said, 4D and 5D both have negative in it, okay? And 6D is the first dimension that has almost no negative, okay? Now, if negative in the higher dimensions would be very powerful, you know, um, black magicians and whatever, you know, and uh, and that. Then I've heard people say, I haven't asked this question, that normally a human would move from 3D to 4D as his next step. And then I heard people say, but uh, 4D is too infected with negative, so you have to go to 5D. Now, I don't know how much choice you have about all this stuff. Now, if you were qualified to go to 5... If you were qualified to go to 5D, you could probably go to 4D if you wanted to, because that's underneath Mm -hmm. that. Or 6D, okay? But I don't think you can sit here and say, I want to go to 5D. Uh, I want to go to 4D. I want to go to 6D. Okay. I, I, I so, think some, um, some 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 people are able to experiment and quickly experiment those energies and go there. Uh, that's yes. my my view. But uh, of course, living there, staying there is a different story. But uh, yeah. And 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 by, by the way, sorry, I missed your call yesterday. We still want to continue the conversation. I had the visit and I couldn't take it. So. That's okay. That's okay. Well, my, my wife claims she went to Halvin Realms during her dream a few week, years ago. She went to Halvin Realms. And was the Heaven touched. Realms. The Heaven so Realms? She said, yeah, Jerry, when she was dreaming, talking to animals and just like people describe mm-hmm. when they die, where they go, marshes and beautiful. But, but uh, she made a I, think the he- I think the Heaven Realms is 4D, okay? Okay. So. All right. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Can you add yeah, from that, maybe? And as I maybe recall, oh. as I recall, even Jesus was coming from 4D. 
Okay. All right. And um, so we would think of, and, and, you know, according to Terry, Terry Brown, who's our channel, our beloved channel, <laughs> and we're so grateful that she stays here. She told, she told me this morning, they're telling us, they, they're telling me I could come back to heaven now, the heaven realms. Oh, and, no. Uh, <laughs> and she said, but I still, have, I still have work to do down there. Yes. Thank goodness she so, chose to come here to help us. Yeah. Yeah. Here, Terry. <laughs> Room for one more question, man. Who from? You? Yes. Hi, we're going to run overtime if I take your question. That's okay this time. <laughs> no, I'll get you. My, you guys my, don't. My get, question. You guys don't. You know, guys don't get that. Go ahead. What? My question ahead. is: <laughs> the current, our current state in the transition from third to fourth density. Where are we at? Where do we stand? Is there a time frame? Are we in the middle of it? Getting to the end? And then I'm talking about humanity going from third to fourth dimension. Mm -hmm. See, another thing is, I believe, I believe the Earth has entered 4D, okay? Exactly. That's true, and, yes. And and a lot of people have said that, and that um, that that means, you know, early on. I mean, I'm talking when I first started talking to these guys. There were things like there was going to be a separation of souls, and they it seemed as if they'd all be on the same planet and the new earth, and that. Uh, that it feels like we're in the midst of a separation of souls right now, does it not? I mean, no. I mean, there's two groups on this planet, and uh, it's not like it used to be, you know, although I think people can still move from one to the other, you know, one group to the next, but... Um, Certainly, the separation of people on the planet is more distinct now than it was 15, 20 years ago. And um, I'm going to ask a question about that. So I'm not going to start out by asking you questions. I'm going to just get into a flow in my own way and, and, and get the topic flowing. And then I'll bring in the questions, and we'll see how much time we have. And if it, if, if it looks like there's a huge amount of good information, then we'll just have to continue it next week. Okay? Perfect. So, got, got room for one more question? Who is that? Cecil. Not from you, Cecil. Huh? That's amazing. Yes, we have. <laughs> we have room. We have room. I'm just being obnoxious. Yeah, I know. 
Um, <laughs> my, my question is, are, are they using the, the COVID virus uh, as a mean, means of uh, transferring people into the next dimension? Kind of as, as a, um, um, what do you call it? Um, Move people along for clearing out negative. Yeah. Now, or even taking the positive and and you know a, a means of transferring them over. Okay, when you say RJ, do you mean the negative is using it? Who is using it? No, no, yeah. the the powers that be, the the uh, Elohim. Is the, is the Elohim using it to transfer people yes. to the next dimension? Yes. Is, it be, is that being used as a tool? And I bet that the Ra group is even more involved with transferring people over, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh -huh. Not the Elohim. They wouldn't bother. Yeah, yeah. Like about the, the Elohim, what? Choice. Say that again. Like in the raw material, it's making a choice. You know, service to others or service to self. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you that we more recently had a correction to that, okay? About people graduating this realm. It's not as simple as service to other and service to self. And what was said is that you have to be detached from this realm, okay? Absolutely. Or else you come back. Yeah. And you can be Absolutely. service to others and still have a lot of attachments, you know? Oh, yeah. So Be in it, not of it. What's that? I be be in it now, but don't be off it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, you know, you can look at yourself and say, if I left right now, am I okay with that? What am I leaving behind? Uh, it could be people. It could be people you care about. And it doesn't mean that it's wrong to choose that. Okay? It doesn't mean that. It's a loving possessions. Uh, possessions. Possessions are easy to leave behind. At least easier. Well, a, lot, a lot of people. A lot of people get stuck still after they pass mm -hmm. away. That they still hold on mm -hmm. to their houses or their whatever uh, physical. Well, possessions. They, they just they, yeah. they just move in as go ghosts, right? Right. Right. Uh, right. Detachment mm -hmm. is the key. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <coughs> All right. Can I mute the phone lines? I have a question. Yeah. Who's, who's that, Lauren? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would Go sure ahead. help to get clarification. On, uh, it sure helps to get clarification on something. It's the difference, yeah. uh, the difference between uh, dimension and density. There is a huge difference between the two. And uh, like dimensions, for instance, like 
uh, like first dimension would be uh, like length. Uh, second dimension would be length and width. Third dimension would be length, width, and height, defining space. Okay? Those mm-hmm. are dimensions. Mm-hmm. They're not density. Hi, guys. How's it going? Nice out here, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks thanks for pointing us out, Laura. Yeah, very good. There's your answer, Lauren. Hi, guys. How's it going? No, that's the one. I'm on a conference call. Guys, get on the ball. Who who was that? I I couldn't see it. It didn't show up until now. No, it's not joy. But I think this is a very good thing you bring up, Lauren, because I'm myself I'm using it just, you know, interchangeably, but you're saying they're two total different things. Yes, that's correct. <coughs> you, know, you can you can get uh, <coughs> like densities are uh, they're harmonics, they're uh, uh, bands uh, broken down into like octave scales, if you will. An octave may not be eight; it could be, <coughs> uh, but there's there's band band widths, uh, <coughs> and uh, um, and they relate to. Uh, to they relate to frequency, density doesn't or uh, dimension doesn't necessarily have to relate to frequency at all. It deals with space. Mm-hmm. And well, now uh, I've got I've, I've gotten into the habit of using any any know using them interchangeably. So these never never mind. Early on or what? Forget it. Forget it. They're interchangeable. Okay. Fine. We can deal with the mess and say, oh, okay, this is confusing. We don't have any of these, you know. Blah, 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 blah. No, Lauren, thank you. Thank you for pointing that out because I was thinking the same thing earlier, that we should use the correct terminology. Listen, we're never going to get. We're never going to get yeah, you. Can, you can today, have. Okay? Yes, you can have. You can have uh, eight, uh, eight, eight, nine, ten uh, d- uh, densities within uh, within one uh, within one uh, uh, dimension. If within uh, within each dimension, they're not. The I think it's an important topic for that we discuss later on, that we right now move on to the questions we have. I'm very glad you brought this up, Lauren. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. It's been indicated that there are densities above the eighth. And, you know, I used to think that when the Elohim would talk about multiple densities, that they had a different scale than the Ra group that would talk about eight densities. And the Elohim would talk about 13th density or 10th density. And I used to think that they were just subdividing the eight into more more um, divisions, and in fact, you know, there's a connection between the densities and musical notes. Like they said, um, 3D is C, 
the note C. And, you know, there's eight musical notes. And if you add the sharps and flats, you get 13 musical notes. And I used to think that the it, it was a matter of looking at it, the densities as well, with sharps and flats or not. And I'm not sure about that now. Okay? Then, so, yeah. Can, can we make this a topic for the wildcard call tomorrow, possibly? Dimensions well, and densities. I think it's a very important thing to understand for all of us. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer to do it on another Sunday because we okay. have more time and also, you know, we've gotten into the habit of talking to them on, on Sundays and uh, just divided into two, 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 two sessions, okay? I mean, people, you guys have come up with really some excellent questions here, and, um, and there's a lot of them. So, and even a few of those could take up a whole call, getting into them deeply. So... Let's start, okay? All right. Lynn and Terry, you, we love you both and our sources, too. Thank did, you so much for doing this. Did we did we start the tape recorder, Heisel, already? Yes, we are recording, and right now it's time to call in the, the love light. Okay. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround Terry, myself, Everyone on this call, everyone on BBS radio, and everyone that listens to a replay. And we see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and into the center of the earth. And right now, we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? I don't hear you, Terry. Are you unmuted? Okay, here Uh, I am. Yes, no, I'm unmuted. Okay. So I just called in the light. Did you hear me do that? Uh, I was kind of gone right then, but okay. Give me a minute. The sources are here. Yes, we are an aspect of the Elohim and an aspect of the law group. And we come together particularly to answer your questions wherever we may assist. We do it for the purpose of um, enhancing your evolutionary process 
And if we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense to you, just regard it or drop it and or take it under consideration and see if eventually it makes sense. We come directly to you. We don't come through the telephone line and we don't come through BBS. I don't hear you, Terry. Hi, do you hear me? Her phone, her phone line dropped out. All right. She'll call back. You know, when we get into certain... Yes, yes. She's there? Yes. I'm back. Okay. Uh, the energy is very, very high today. And um, there is energy coming from the sun uh, also, which is increasing the energy of the car. And uh, so uh, the, the, the connection may be a little unstable uh, as it, the connection was the phone connection was dropped but we are back um so if we ever say anything that doesn't make total sense to you disregard it we are an aspect of the raw group and an aspect of the elohim group and we come together to um answer questions and the reason we have joined together to do this is that um Different aspects of this are more able to answer questions uh, in certain areas than others, other areas. So uh, we want to cover the field. We also have the ability to call in others if uh, that is needed. Do you have questions? Well, we wanted to do an update in general, on the state of the ascension that was talked about quite a bit at the very beginning of our calls. And um, I could ask specific questions, or I could let you just do a dialogue on that. And then ask questions. All right. All right. What do you prefer? We we take a look and we see that there are many crossing over at this time. There, it is uncertain exactly how many will cross over. It has not been yet decided. There are many uh, very able and. Uh, beautiful people crossing over right now and they are collecting, making a energy band of people that have crossed over that are um, bringing in and allowing, uh, bringing in light uh, to magnify light and uh, at this time, and they are producing a beautiful energy 
uh, as a group, one of the groups are athletes uh, that have uh, suddenly passed over and are holding energy for the other athletes and other individuals to uh, help them uh, to uh, fortify them, uh, much like you on your calls hold energy and send light to others. These athletes are moving into the fourth dimension and are forming a love light band available particularly to people that resonate with uh, their particular sphere, uh, which would be uh, sports, active sports. And uh, the uh, moving uh, beautifully of the bodies, their bodies, uh, in a sense, uh, these individuals have uh, moved up to the fourth density, and from that would be available uh, to uh, hold the light for other individuals that may be crossing over from now. And then uh, just waiting, uh, you're holding the light and waiting to see uh, the uh, progress of what their future may be. And they are rising in frequency, which is an ascension from taking them from the third density into the fourth density. The planet itself has moved into the fourth density as it has been uh, moving in accordance with energies coming in more directly from the center of the universe at this time, uh, and this is raising the whole frequency, some of the individuals that are in the third density still in the density of choice and reality and not as much in the density of love, uh, they um, are in some cases having trouble to maintain um, their connection with the new fourth density that the earth is moving into. And so they would be then, as they pass over, seeking other avenues uh, to continue their path in the density of choice and duality and would then be identifying more with planets uh, or environments that were still in the third density. Density is a better way of describing uh, the bands of existence that the 
individual type of uh, experience in or uh, carry their life through, uh, it is better than to mention uh, in that the fourth density is higher than the third density, and it is a band of energy that uh, uh, exists in a higher frequency, and it is high, four is higher than three, which indicates that there is more light in the fourth density as it the there is more light which contains more information. When you have a band of love, there is more information than in uh, the third density, which the density of choice is people are seizing on solutions that do not have the full uh, load of data that uh, something which uh, was in the fourth density and had availability to uh, get more information is more able to love, is they are more able uh, to uh, analyze or act in accordance with uh, the more uh, information in situations which when they have more information about what is really going on, they can then express more uh, love because there is more understanding there. And then as an individual, some individuals, as one individual has commented that some individuals uh, are moving into the fifth density, which is the density of wisdom. So there is even more uh, information in the light one experiences in the fifth density. Uh, one of the reasons that Terry is able to uh, channel is that she is from the sixth density and uh, even uh, at some time system in the seventh density, which has a greater amount of light, a greater amount of wisdom and love and, uh, and unity as you have more data, more information in the sixth density, you are able to understand paradoxes. In the third density band, you... Um, are jumping to conclusions without full data, without the full picture. As you get into the sixth density, you begin to see the full picture. And in the sixth density, as was mentioned earlier in this call, the negative do not have as much of a grasp on the sixth density because the individuals in the sixth density have the full picture. Uh, they can understand duality and paradoxes and understand how uh, the service to others and service to self it irons out and it comes together and, and it is unified. 
so we agree uh, concerning the label of these bands as densities and not dimensions because dimensions are uh, units of measurement and um, densities are bands of light uh, that contain more information and a fuller picture of how things actually are as you move up the densities. When you get to the eighth density, it is the beginning of the next octave. And as you move into the next octave of existence, there is less linearity. Uh, even in the sixth density, there is more linearity than there is in the tenth density, where we now we move into the Elohim band. We have a whole greater density of information and light that is available to us, and we no longer have to operate out of a chakra system. We are operating out of our uniformity and ability to change form and position in the eight densities which you reside in. There is a rigidity in the formation of the body. And the uh, body forms are more adaptable to life in the eight densities in which you exist. As you move into the next octave, there is less rigidity in form. Therefore, we now moving into the Elohim are able to change form to be able to be spherical, to be able to change from spherical into oblong or to flow or to move so that we are we don't get trapped in into some rigid form that we have to maintain to stay in some more rigid density in your octave of densities. Um, are you moving into um a change, definitely you are moving into a change as the energies are higher. They are having more of an effect on the earth plane. They are having more of an effect to move the magnetic field. And as the energies are higher, they shake loose the magnetic field and, and it moves more. They shake loose the energies of the sun, and the sun uh, has been experiencing uh, ejections of energy which have been even more violent, and this is affecting the energy that you are experiencing. It is affecting the magnetic field and the motion of the magnetic field. We are... Um, we don't make predictions about a polar uh, 
change. It's definitely changing its magnetic field and its positions. They've had to change the direction of the uh, compasses, uh, the, the landing strips on airport due to the change in the compass direction uh, to keep up with the change of the magnetic field. Um, this when there's enough stress uh, on Earth's crust, uh, it can make a um, uh, a change in the, the crustal movement. Um, there could be various scenarios we do not uh, predict at this time. Uh, just the same as we do not predict uh, various earthquakes or uh, when uh, some faults may uh, have an earthquake experience uh, or volcanic eruptions we do not predict as there are so many variables, uh, including the behavior of your Earth people, uh, it's like the earth is connected with the people, and as the people become, say, disruptive in the city and and create fires and havoc, it disturbs the whole earth sphere. So it it is very complex, the final uh, outcomes. And it is created in the now. It is created in the moment. Therefore, your whole planet healing call has an effect on what outcomes will be. Behavior of the people uh, have an outcome um, effect. So those are our comments. Do you have questions? Yeah, first question. This upgrade in energy that's coming from the center of the universe reached its high point, as I understand it, in 2012 with the Mayan calendar end date. And how many many years after that does that, how long is that cycle that the energy stays upgraded? Uh, well, it is changeable. It is still increased uh, the re- due to the rigidity of Earth and the form that people are in and the form of the mountains. It can take a while to act on it, and it can go on for 30 to 60 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, it, and, and, and the, the uh, energy coming in is still higher, uh, which is still uh, increasing the action. Yes. Now, some people have said that one is supposed to aim for fifth density instead of fourth density. because fourth It's not a matter of what you're supposed to aim for. It is where you are at. What you are experiencing, what your goals are. But but the point I was making is that they were saying that more negative has infiltrated into fourth density. And when someone comes into fourth density, 
after they leave this realm, are there attempts by the negative to grab them in some way? One always needs to be discerning as one can be fooled by the motivation of the negative. They can seem positive. They can seem helpful. They can seem as though they agree with one. So one needs to be very alert and you do not get fooled by some um, negative uh, being that is out for themselves. If someone is coming to our calls and they become um, tuned into the frequency of Elohim and the frequency of Ra, does that tuning help them when they end up, when they leave this realm? We do not tune with them as we see the difference in their ability. However, they have the ability to uh, access if they are um, deaf enough. They get the ability to access the um, uh, intelligent infinity uh, gateway and then can use this in negative ways. Mm-hmm. And the athletes that you were talking about that were working in the fourth density that left this realm, did they end up getting a life review in the heaven? The heaven realms are in the fourth density, correct? Some of them are going on and uh, being given invitations uh, and seeing if they wish to go on. One of the main things happening with them is they have died so suddenly that uh, they are uh, still connected with their life and what their, their uh, action has been. And, and so they, uh, as a group, are forming a band of love light in the fourth density to hold energy for their fellow athletes that are still around. Mm-hmm. And do these athletes, um, how do I say this? Did they go, did they get life reviews? They have not had life reviews unless some of them have crossed over and to the heaven realm <clears throat> and are able to available to get life reviews and a few of them have had, but uh the most of them are forming a band or an alliance of people with similar experience that is really holding energy for their buddies who are still present on the in on the earth. <laughs> now it, it seems like a higher percentage of athletes have died from COVID than other people. Now I might be wrong, but that's what that I is correct. feels like. That is correct. And is that because 
their bodies are so a- active, it lowers their resistance? That is because there are elements in the vaccines that are given in not all the shots, but in a lot of the shots, that uh, <coughs> expose the blood uh, to factors that... Uh, when the blood is pumping fast, can um, create blood uh, clots, blood blood clots, and that can suddenly block the flow of blood when they are actively moving. (coughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And... Is is the negative? Well, in the beginning when we were talking, it was talked about there being a division of souls. This was like 18 years ago, and um, that they would both One exist. can see a division of souls at this time. Um, there has been a division in souls due to. Uh, the um, promo, the the uh, things that have been uh, told to the people, and uh, some of the people uh, look beyond the uh, promo, and uh, they have a different opinion, and uh, they're. Uh, there's going to be a coming together eventually, although there can be a lot of anger when some of the individuals who have been vaccinated uh, understand uh, the the peritonitis, the the heart problems, the blood clotting, uh, the problems that some of the people who have been vaccinated have had. Mm-hmm. Is is it still possible in this division of souls for people who are on one side of the division to switch to the other? Yes, definitely. It it depends Mm -hmm. upon um, how um, tied in they are to the, the 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 story, and this includes doctors that are totally tied in with the necessity for um, the vaccines. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I've observed it. I've talked to some people that were definitely into the consensus view of everything, and yes. it is extreme, extremely hard to get through to them. Yes, as um, many of the people who are given the vaccine were not given the same uh, contents of the vaccine as others. And 
another thing. In the period of time, early on, when people were talking about ascension, there was the idea that you were going to leave this realm in your body and end up in a higher dimension. And that is Jimmy Rare as and 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 we uh, look at that and we see um, if one leaves uh, their body uh, behind and leaves in their soul body, they have the ability to um, leave the pains and and the rigidity and uh, the maladies that. The physical body has had and the ability uh, to uh, move in 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 their light body and and and, uh, very often it is a relief when one passes over uh, when they leave uh, the um, the crippling pain or or the dizziness uh, that. Uh, they have experienced and and uh, which is a body phenomena, and they can leave that behind and move on to another chapter in their life. When they go into fourth density, and it, it seems to me that almost everyone moves into fourth density except for ghosts. Uh, when they die, it's not a matter. But they they don't they haven't graduated because they're not going to stay there. Okay, they're going to come back because they have. Well, uh, the fourth density is a density of more light and more love, and the individual when they pass on does not necessarily move into more light and more love. If they can't handle the light of the fourth density, they cannot move there. Mm-hmm. You mean they'll just stay in the earth density as a ghost, so to speak? Well, they will stay in the third density, the density of duality and choice. Yes. And... Obviously, if they leave their body and they and you end up in fourth density, then um, there is they're in in a fourth density body of some sort, correct? They are in their soul body, which is able to operate in the fourth density. Mm, I mean, do they have? Do they have the appearance of a body? Like if two beings in the fourth density yes. meet, yes. Do they, yes. how do they perceive? Yes. Each, how do they perceive each other? They perceive bodies, right? They they can perceive them as their soul body, and their soul body will have characteristics that their physical body has had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is a soul body made of? If anything. It is made of it is made of the uh, thought 
metaphor, the production, the, the, the marking of the creating of the illusion, the congealing of uh, energies into a physical appearance, the physical appearance is not as um, rigid as a physical body. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in third density, the body has all kinds of uh, requirements. It needs to eat. It may need sex. Uh, it may need exercise. Uh, what happens to those urges in the fourth density? Uh, these carry over in sort of a different format into the fourth density. Okay. Could you explain a little bit more about that? Let's take sex, the fourth density body. If they have been into sex in the physical life, they still may desire to uh, cohabit or mate with another soul body. Um, As when you become a soul body, it is not, uh, you, you experience it as it was, say, your real uh, physical body. And and you experience it uh, as if you are still in your real physical body, only you are in your soul body. And you may desire to, call, uh, to hug and kiss and be share space with another in, in the fourth density. Now, do soul bodies in the fourth density get sick or have any of the ailments the physical bodies have? They can if their anchor points have been disrupted due to um, trauma or wounds. They tend to cure that disruption in their soul body. It registers often in their soul body and it can create a disruption in their operation, even in their soul body. Mm -hmm. And how about hunger and food? Uh, Is there food in the fourth density? As an individual, say, the fourth density uh, may spend a lot of uh, effort, uh, like walking or doing something, or traveling, intending from one place to another. And then there can be a um, a, a food that they can take that is a fourth-density-type food that can renew their energy. And this even moves into the higher densities also. There can be... a liquid uh, energy boost or a different food, even some solid uh, sort of a spherical food that can help 
uh, them maintain the energy of their etheric body. Mm-hmm. And but the, what is the is the food a part of a thought form projection or is it real? Is anything real? Or is everything a part of a thought form projection? <laughs> Well, in this realm, if it's a thought form projection, it still has atoms, it has the rudiments of the building blocks of the third density. Yes, which is the building blocks of thoughts combining. Yes. Okay. So there's a similar thing in the fourth density, a similar manner yes. of it all. Yes. Are there atoms and molecules? Yes. Yes. There are. And so there's science there. It is of a different active, not active, but it is of a different density. So uh, it is more uh, dense as you move up Mm -hmm. the densities. Mm-hmm. And That's people, why time gets faster as you move up the densities, because there is more uh, exchange of uh, particle exchange. There's more information. Mm-hmm. And do do beings get older? Beings have a tendency when they know the. The uh, it, when they know uh, how to operate with this, to be able to choose their age. Once they choose it, can they change it? Yes. Yes, and it can oh. change. For instance, if someone is in the fourth density and then they come back to visit the third density. Um, and they are uh, subject to the same conditions that they had when they left the third density. They may go back to their age that they had, that they left the third density with. But if they're born, in other words, somebody uh, somebody that was eighty-eight could go into the fourth density and assume their soul body age of. 38, because that was a very good age for them. But then if they came back to visit the the third density, they may eventually revert to 88 in appearance. If they come back to visit, meaning they can visit without reincarnating here. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. That would be like a ghost. Sorts. They would you some people would consider this a ghost, yes. And some people would be able to see them as a ghost. Okay. Let me ask a couple of the questions and, and then we're gonna to have to go to our healing list. And um, Yes. We wish to go to the whole planet. to the healing list soon. Yes. Uh, I'll ask question that might have a quick answer, okay? 
This is from Raiden, the current state of the magnetic pole shift and how it will affect our planet. And we can it be influenced by to address. We have attempted to address that. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. it can be influenced by the negative. Uh, it is in a state of flux at this time. Uh, the mm-hmm. magnetic field is changing very rapidly, as you know. Uh, the, uh, there have been various bursts of energy coming from the sun, which is affecting the magnetic field. Uh, the energy coming from the other planets in the center of the universe is affecting the whole solar system, uh, and uh, it is uh, generally uh, activating the the light centers in, in, more in the uh, planets uh, as the, the energy, the density of energy is more, and so the density is moving more, with the more information to the fourth uh, density of the other planets, and as it, so, such, they are showing, they're lighting up more, they, they're more luminous. Um, the uh, progression of that, it will increase for a while, and then it will uh, back off uh, as the, uh, the, the uh, position of the solar system system changes with regard to the uh, center of uh, the universe mm-hmm. and also with regard to the center of your Milky Way galaxy. That is the Hunaku, correct? The center of the Milky Way? Yes. Okay. Okay, I'll just ask one more question and then we'll move, move on. And um, the question was, are there different frequencies for different dimensions? And let me add on to that. We have been told that 3D, our dimension, our density, is got the middle, middle C note, and that each density has its own musical note. And... Uh, is that the main definitive difference in frequencies? There is a band of frequencies which are normal for each density. Uh, the uh, frequencies, as you move up, the densities get higher. Uh, and, and there is a higher range of frequencies that they operate at due to their greater amount of uh, information, the uh, increase in, the, in, in light in each of the bands. Um, the, uh, we, the specific... Um, this range of frequencies, uh, we are uh, unable to bring you through this channel at this time. Mm-hmm. You know, one question about frequencies and densities is that frequencies on the Earth plane 
are always referred to in cycles per second, you know, like 440 cycles per second or radio frequencies or so many cycles per second. And since the nature of time changes from one density to the next, how yeah. can you compare frequency in fourth or fifth density with the frequency in third density? Well, that is a very good question. At this time, it's beyond the scope of coming through this channel. At this time. At the time? Say that again. I didn't understand. You said something about at this time in this, this channel. This channel is not able to translate this information at this time. I see. Okay. Well, it is a mind bender, even just when I think about it. What frequency actually is beyond cycles per second, you know? I'm sure there's another way of understanding it. Um, there is a different maybe. range of frequencies in each band. Uh, the frequencies tend to be uh, higher to, as you go to the higher um, the higher uh, band frequency is like. Uh, uh, cycles per second would be different in uh, a uh, in the fourth density would be different in the fifth density as time uh, is faster in each of the densities so it would take a different calculation uh, to bring you the um, data. Okay. So in other words, if middle C was like 440 cycles per second in third density, I'm not sure that's what yeah. it is, but it might be. If that's what it is in third density, when you go to fourth density, it would adjust to a higher frequency uh, in terms of... Earth that's that's right. And it would be more cycles per second... Um, Due to the greater, um, the, the faster time in in the higher um, density. But you can't use the word second because second is an Earth measurement. Okay. Oh, listen, I'm not going to ask anymore. The the, the 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 freak, the time is faster, and it's if you related the time. Get how fast, more faster it is, yeah, or uh, it it would be. It is a whole different um, band that is invisible to um, many in the third density. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for the first time, I am like just touching in. Uh, <laughs> with with the understanding, okay? And yes. on that note, 
Thank you so much for helping us on this very complex topic that everyone is interested in. Yes, it is a very interesting um, topic. And uh, yes, how the systems work in the universe and not just on Earth. And on that note, let's see if Sita is here. I am here. We're going to go. How many people are on the healing list today? Did you look? Um, at least ten. Okay, let me see here. I'm looking now. All right. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven, okay. And, um... Actually, twelve now. <laughs> yeah. Somebody had sent me a request, okay? And, uh, and... I'll just get that one off my chest so I don't forget it, okay? And, um, bring in the break. light. Does, does Teddy need a break first? Jerry, you need no. a break? No. Okay. Thank you for reminding me, okay? All right. Um, I have here... From Judy Kane. Can you put Terry Kane and Judy Kane in the light with help for Terry's recovery and strength? A what? With help for Terry's recovery and strength. Yes. And can you put Mimi? into the light for her continued recovery. Yes. Yes. Okay. And on 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 that note, I'm turning it over to CJ. Thank you. I would like to call in the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list, a subject of the healing list, listening to this call, listening to a replay, or reading a transcript. Bonnie Penners from Corona, California. Love light to family and friends on the other side. Love light to Alan, Evan, Jackie, Brian, Travis, and Landon. Love light and grace to surround and ease any legal bureaucracy concerning the depot. Love light and gratitude to those higher density beings who are assisting the planetary population. Can you stop for a minute? Can you stop? We are still working on the uh, depot. Okay, I'll pause there. All right. Okay, continue. Love light and gratitude 
to those higher density beings who are assisting the planetary population with our seemingly difficult transition into 4D. Love, light and blessings to whole planet healing. Love, light to everyone on the call, listening to the replay or reading the transcript in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have done that, and we are doing it, and continue. Thank you. Thank you. Joe from New Mexico. I would like to ask for healing assistance and protection for my mother, as she is going through a big healing effort right now. Assistance for myself in achieving highest, greatest good, as well as help for all of my prayers with focus on world peace and mitigation and healing of root causes of tremors, volcanoes, and high temperatures everywhere. Thank you. Thank you. We have, we are uh, with you on each of those items. Thank you. Gretchen Bickert from Mesa. Please put my anxiety into the light. Also asking for an open channel, opening channel of wisdom as to how and when I will be able to travel to meet with family after a very, very long disconnection. Asking for continued healing for Juliet and Gretchen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Give us a moment. We work with the restriction on travel. And there are certain things that need to be in place. And there are things in back of those things. And we work with that. Thank you. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. I ask that we will have an executive branch, legislative branch, and a judicial branch of government that are positive service to others, honor the law of one, and will have integrity, ethics, wisdom, and courage so that they will honor the U.S. Constitution and will honor the free will of the American people. I ask that people will quickly adopt cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, XRP, XLM, XDC, Lota, 
and Algorand, and that these cryptocurrencies become international world currencies that will be capital gains free so that there can be a smooth transition between fiat currencies and cryptocurrencies. Thank you. Thank you. You said back uh, up and strength to the individuals who are working uh, in favor of both things as uh, this could be uh, a help in the transition from fiat currency. Thank you. Thank you. Joy from Squim, Washington. Dear, dear friends, thanks again for your ongoing support. In Healing Lauren of Forks, myself, my family, friends, clients, and all on the call and in the mainstream media, and the collective consciousness who are open to it. This is a marvelous journey, intending presenting, visualizing, and watching the positive changes unfold. Hooray! With love, 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 and great gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We send a lovely energy into other things. We also uh, see that... uh, Lauren, uh, would he, as he reviews his health situation and his uh, forward motion, that there's some forward and some backward motion to get his energies into the same direction with immense discernment. Thank you. Thank you. Edna from Snohomish. Dear Elohim, thank you for everything you support. I would like to put Eric into the light for his up-and-coming surgery. Also, sending Kim, Franz, and myself healing and strength. Thank you and much love. Thank you. Yes. We see as we uh, send healing energy uh, to each of you and uh, other uh, energy also. That um, France is able to absorb a great more amount of energy now towards healing. Uh, And uh, we send uh, discernment and wisdom uh, to the surgeon, Eric Surgeons. Thank you. Thank you. 
just like to take this opportunity to say goodbye to everybody on BBS Radio, and we hope to see you next week. And let me just add to that. You know, we do 10 calls a week, and if you figure it out, what we're doing on these calls, uh, you may want to attend some of our other calls because there are frequencies on these calls that speed up your energy. And if you keep attending, it can shift your whole reality and and your life. Plus, you gain this amazing wisdom of how things work. So the number for all of our calls is on thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net. Plus, we have 2,000 archived calls there, which you can listen to whenever you want. And I turn it back to CJ. Thank you. Natalia from North Carolina. Please send healing to my mother, Nubia, spelled N-U-B-I-A. Whenever she may read it and extend generational family on my father and mother's side. Please send healing to my stepfather wherever he may need it. I would also like to include healing for me in tendonitis of glutus, tendonitis of glutus. Labra Tear Fisher Chronic Skin Picking and Night Blindness. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. You may want to check your um your um availability of vitamin A and a vitamins in general to sustain your body. Um, And uh, check out the reasons for night blindness and see what um, supplements can help you with that and to help fortify your body. And we sent healing to your family. Thank you. Thank you. Feature from England. And I'm putting in my whole list from last week, but I'm reading only the main highlights. Thank you, our sources and Mother Earth, for healing the land surrounding and encompassing the San Andreas Fault in Southern California and all other areas that need it. Thank you for healing for helping the lawyers and judges uphold truth and justice and for the successful outcomes of those who are seeking legal redress. Thank you for helping. Thank you for your help and loving energy surrounding healing and protecting the children. Thank you. Thank you. Each one, we are addressing and particularly 
the children we are addressing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Alan from Old Bridge, New Jersey. Thank you, my dear loving friends. Once again, you revealed the power of intention and persistence, and you revealed to me that the end result of embracing the Christ consciousness, even though you do not promise a result in making that which appears to be impossible, namely the release of funds for my rent arrears, I would like to place Mimi and her husband in the light and love. What a witness their relationship is of unconditional love. I believe many will embrace the Christ consciousness and you will make a way where there was no way. Others will embrace the intention expressed. The light, I believe, will break through the shield believing a chance will manifest for them. So with love, light and gratitude in the highest good for all. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Miracles are achieved through um, the um, stepping out of the box of the impossibility into the higher book at the hologram of possibility and change. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Michael Adler from San Diego. I would like to put Bruce Brissacher, spell his second name, B R I S A C H. E R in the light for healing. He may be close to transition due to a variety of ailments. Also, I would like to put Michael Adler into the light for healing of any invasion of my field that may have occurred from exposure to the illness of others. I have been in contact with. Thank you for your energies and your kind comments. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we see that. Uh, wait, what was the gentleman's name? His first name? Visitor? Bruce. What was his first name? Bruce. 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 Yes. Thank you. This will be depending upon his um, desire. Uh, we see that he is very ill at this moment, which doesn't mean that he has to stay that ill, but um, it, the illness is determining his direction forward. Uh, and we hesitate to say anything definite because everything is possible to change and he is at the main 
you had. And we send you uh, love, light, and clearing of anything you have picked up from others. Thank you. Thank you. Sean Ryan from Vancouver, Canada. Hello, the Elohim and the Raw Group. I have struggled with the same issues my whole life in health, relationships, abundance. Is it because I was cursed or is this my karma to live out or can I do more to have a better life? Please shed light or send me healing. Also, any healing on depression, anxiety, lack of motivation is also requested. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. If you can step out of the box that you are in and look at things from a higher level uh, and from a level of possibility of change of these things in a direction that you wish them to flow, uh, this can help. We send love, light, and a prying of uh, moving free from uh, these things that you are in the hold of. Uh, We also remind you to uh, assign correct source of the problem, which at this time can uh, include heavy environmental influence. And if you assign it to the correct um, proportion of what this is made of, it will be easier to handle. Thank you. 